0: A mission. To explore the far reaches of cinema,
1: three daring adventurers dive deep into the Criterion and beyond. These are the tales of their adventures. This is Cynonauts!
0: Hey, this is Ian. I'm Boom. This is Catcher. And welcome to another episode of Cynonauts Exploring the Criterion. Ooh. This week, we are starting off a new exploration. Uh, this was Boom's pick last week. I'm very excited to talk yeah. about this. This is 1966 Indian uh, Bengali filmmaker Satyajit Ray's The Hero. Uh, I don't think any of us had seen it, right? No. Prior, prior to this? Nice. So that always means it'll be a fun conversation. And for first-time listeners who are... Listening to the beginning of a cycle, uh, Boom's pick was this movie in the Criterion Collection. And mm-hmm. then the next three weeks of picks are going to be uh, movies that we think are inspired by that, or movies that remind us of that, um, and all sort of relate it back to the conversation. But before we get into that, how's everyone's week, Catcher? What's been going on up in uh, up in Island Life?
2: Okay, I do have a correction to make. Okay. I, I technically, it's not an island. I kind of I I kind of oversold that a little bit. It's not true. It's just impossible to get to by car, so you have to take a ferry. But I I just, I, you know, I felt like I needed to be honest about that. Um, but it's going great. A uh, big big development today actually. We got our liquor license and uh health mm. inspection oh, yeah. approval, so we can sell food mm. and drink at a restaurant. So everything is going nice. According to plan in, in super fast forward, we're opening in like 3 weeks. So it's mad dash to the finish but it's just getting real It's really great
0: that's awesome uh do you have like your menu set and all that sort of stuff
2: um yeah i mean the menu itself is going to be designed to be a little fluid depending on like what Mm. farmers around the area will have to give us but it's pretty much set and i've been working on like designing that and that's been sort of approved by all the people above so that's good um and yeah it's been yeah it's, yeah, it's very exciting. And we've been like slowly eating bits of food that we're going to sort of have on the menu and it's, pff, I'm just eating like a king right now. It's amazing.
0: Nice. Uh, have you been watching things like a king as well?
2: Of course. Of course. Uh, whenever I can. Um, and it's mm-hmm. all been schlock. It's all been mm-hmm. just poo-poo garbage. Um, <laughs> the best of the garbage was Karen. A movie called Karen. Karen. It's a horror, Uh, it's a horror movie.
0: uh, uh Uh-huh.
2: It's, it's, it's pretty damn terrible. Um, It
0: came out last year, right? Or something? That's, I think so.
2: Yeah. 2021, uh, I think.
0: This is a 1.2 on, uh, (laughs) yes. On a letterbox. That's pretty, that's maybe the lowest rating I've ever seen.
2: Yeah. I, I wrote a very, uh, specific review on my letterbox for this movie, which simply Mm -hmm. reads, the script must have been written by an AI that was only fed shallow, woke Instagram posts and an early rough draft of the get out script, because that's pretty mm. much ex- exactly what this movie is. Um, people just talk in ways that humans do not speak. Um, it's just like cliched line after cliched line. It Nothing makes any sense. And no one comes out of this looking good. Um, and I was doing some research after the fact, just to like get a handle on like who made this movie, because for sure yeah. I thought it must like I just I who could it this be? And it turns out the director yeah. ate a lot of shit for basically people saying this is just shitty Get Out, and how dare you make yeah. a shitty Get Out? And he's like, it's not. Yeah. It's original and it's amazing. It's not amazing. It's terrible. <laughs> it's really, it's re- it's really, really, really bad. Um, but. It's on hoopla, so you don't have to pay for it. Um, I just went like on a binge watch of like a bunch of shitty hoopla movies just to see like mm. what was around. Mm. And that was the highlight of that was Karen. Just like just I guess it's bad enough to watch and laugh at.
0: Right. But I'm up, but, but don't just I don't know. One point two seems like that's not even fun to it's do. It's not.
2: No, it's not. Um <laughs> and then I watched that Marilyn Monroe documentary. On Netflix
0: Oh, yeah, I heard that is weird, but what what did you think?
2: Um, it is kind of weird, like it's a lot of like so it was an investigator who had done it a bunch of investigating, like sort of right after her death. Um so mm-hmm. it's sort of interesting because it's like time appropriate and that it was ha- it wasn't like years and years later. It was like people that actually knew her soon after it had mm-hmm. happened, giving their honest sort mm-hmm. of feelings on her. And then they do this thing because mm-hmm. it's just audio. They've done recreations hmm. where uh, where they each sort of try and make the f- imagery look aged, and they cast uh, hmm. like the c- costumes and stuff, so it looks uh, like old yeah. footage. So that
0: kind of is that's so that's so weird. Yeah, I don't really like reenactments and documentaries too often. Yeah,
2: especially when you're trying to like pull a fast one, maybe or something on me. Yeah, um, yeah. But I learned a lot about her, which given I had done zero research, I'm sure maybe some of this would have been obvious to people who knew anything about her, but sure. just like her past uh, and her sort of like uh, issues with like her own um, like psychological issues and stuff. And just she had a yeah. really terrible childhood and just like the, the situation she ran, she sort of ran into while being famous and all these men that sort of took advantage of her or sort of fell into all these like, Relationships that just didn't work out, and it's just sort of you feel bad for her by the end, and also the mm. Kennedys look like frat boys, also, which is fun. I think they it's were like frat nice. Boys. To, That's why. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And their dad was like the ultimate frat boy sort of mentality kind of dude, where it was just like, "Hey, women are for you to take and take what you want and as many as you want, however you want." And it's just like, "Wow, okay, well, I like." when we can take people that are sort of like uber gods and sort of give them more of a humanity. Mm. And I think that's helpful in all cases. Too. Yeah. Boom. What did you get into well, this
1: week? I mean, I watched a few movies. I went, I, this weekend I just like chilled out and I rewatched signs or, well, I oh, yeah. kind of started oh, yeah. on like an early two thousands, like review, I guess. Cause I saw that 13 was on crave So I watched Mm. it, which was, like, a huge cultural moment for me because I was, like, I think I was, like, 13 when it came out. Mm. And, like, me and my best friend at the time were, like, obsessed with it. We're, like, oh, my God, they're so edgy. They're so cool. Um, And then in that movie, there's a poster for signs. And I was, Mm. like, oh, and I was thinking about me and my best friend going to see signs around that age as well. So then I – so I watched signs um, and – it was fun. I had a good time. Like, I, I didn't know if it was going to hold up or not. Like, I probably haven't watched it in, like, maybe 15 years. Um, mm-hmm. But I remember watching it so much as a kid, or like, so much when I was younger, because we just thought it was so cool and, like, so scary and so creepy. Um, mm-hmm. And then watching it now. I was, like, actually surprised about <laughs> how much I enjoyed it. Like, a lot of it was pretty silly, but... Um, some of the cinematography especially was like really well done. And some of like the creepy like jump scare moments as well. Like some of the sh- mm. are, are done. Like when the, the hand comes like from under the door and like, just, just like little touches like that. I, I don't When you walk past the window. When you walk. Yeah. Like even like the design of the aliens, like obviously the CG didn't age super well, but the fact that like the humans are imprinting on on yeah. them is like really interesting um yeah and and so the yeah and then that spiraled a rewatch of the village which i only watched one time
0: oh, um because
1: i absolutely hated it but this time around i like did a little bit better as well i thought it was like <laughs> still pretty dumb but like i like less dumb than i thought does that if that makes sense i mean
0: yeah i think everyone knows uh, I'm an M Night Truther. <laughs> I understand he has his flaws. I understand he's not perfect, but you know it's not his fault. He made. he knocked out so many bangers in a row, and like people people got over M knighted. You know it's not his fault. He totally sort of brought that sort of fire. Uh, I I do like the village though. Me too. I think that was yeah. fun as well.
1: What I, so I do like him, and I think he has like good, um ideas. And I think he has, like, obviously a good eye for film and, like, makes good choices for the most part. But then there, it always gets to a point in his movie where he starts, like, beating the audience over the head with, like, his symbolism. (laughs) And you're like, well, we got it the first time. Like, it's not that deep. You know, just let us like breathe. Because that, I think, is always what I don't like about it. Mm, You know? Because I'm like, well, I just... Like, why are you explaining this to me four times in four mm. different ways?
0: Because <laughs> he has to make sure you know. Okay, yeah, he's just making sure no one gets left behind. Okay, but
1: that's it's that's, inclusive. That's it we love inclusion. Yeah,
0: exactly. Um, I know there's something you watched, or something you tried watching. Oh Jesus kind
1: of Christ! Did you, <laughs> you didn't make you didn't make it? No.
0: So we <laughs> we won't talk about this too long and throw catcher uh, yeah sw- okay swimming but with his fish first of all so, ian
1: like have you ever like did you have you seen the show like
0: for bef- context we oh, are sorry. talking about <laughs> just diving was ready right in. to take her gloves off okay so boom and i noted broadway fans musical lovers, uh uh hbo for some reason put out a 15th anniversary like concert documentary of the show spring awakening i love spring awakening i think boom also oh, loves spring awakening. okay and the thing with spring awakening that's really cool for those who don't know is that it has like a whole bunch of people who became very famous um jonathan groff uh was the le- the main the male lead leah michelle was the female lead um that skylar Aston, Skyler Aston. I almost said Sean Aston. Skyler Aston. Same um, diff. Like, uh he he's on there. Some other like people within Broadway as well. So it it like is a very important musical. Um, but I tried watching Tara and I tried watching this this documentary and we lasted maybe
1: ten oh, minutes. Oh my god! I mean, okay, so Spring Awakening is probably like one of my favorite shows like way like way way up there and i got to see it like it's like one of my claims to fame Mm. got to see it on broadway original broadway cast i was not on the stage stage, no i was like in the back (laughs) i rushed (laughs) i did the rush like i i took the bus into new york from toronto um did the rush like early in the morning as soon as i got off the bus got like got tickets and went that night and i loved it it like changed my life it was great i was like this is amazing also like loved the subject matter even though it's extreme also i was thinking yeah. about it yesterday because there were certain parts of it that i like actually didn't remember and i was like oh fuck i was like it's pretty like <laughs> yeah they can we if uh, they
2: like can we get a little synopsis
0: it's in 1700s Germany, Germany. and they are – they're like a, a class of like – they're supposed to be 15-year-olds basically. And it's just like about – spring awakening, it's like their sexual awakening. Gotcha. okay. You know, two yeah. kids end up being gay. You know, there's like a masturbation scene. But like it's how like
1: adults like massively fail because like something happens and then they just don't like set – Kids up for success, and they just let them like yeah. go and fuck around, and like yeah. they just, and then they get depressed and weird and like hump things and like whatever. So, <laughs> and you it's like, off. and then also the show is like set in this time, but it's like fully like internal dialogue, like r- rock punk rock. Yeah, it's like a full score. on pop yeah. rock
0: music. Like they help they hold their mics when they're singing, and it's it's yeah, it, was, it was never cool. like been the band then. is on stage the band yeah. is on stage there's no real set like it's a whole oh, wow. well, I guess there's kind of like there are set pieces sure. like a table yeah. is like, supposed to be like everything kind of and, in there, chairs was, and there were
1: boobs too there was Whoa. like yeah, nudity, boobs on you stage you get Jonathan Groff
0: but yeah, Lee Shell Michelle boobs oh.
1: it was wild it was a wild time
0: so, yeah it was, it was a very popular show so my issue with the documentary is that oh my god so
1: much so much Ian
0: the people involved obviously wildly famous now and the first 10 minutes is just them being like I know. I think Boom described it as like very musical theater cringe, and that's 100% what it is. But the issue is that they're not like high school musical nerds. They are like very famous and like rich celebrities now. Mm-hmm. But I guess you can't quit kill what's in you, right? But they are, um, you know, uh, Leah Michelle. Like the first couple things is like Liam Michelle like warming up, and like she's using defined <laughs> gravity. It's wonderful warm ups, and I almost like rip my ears off. Oh my god! And then it's like Jonathan Groff being like, oh, I like he's like fake like practicing with his laptop he's like i don't know if i know it and i'm like i remember all these songs and i just did it from me like listening to the cd 100
1: like, percent.
0: you were in the show every day for multiple years you remember all of it you know it's like this faux mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. um like not it's not humility it's not faux humility it's just like faux like they're not like prepared which like you are sure. it's fine to be prepared it's fine to know that you know it's just like like just so eye-rolling yeah. And then I'd, like, just get to the concert because it's about, like, their, like, anniversary concert. And, like, they just show, like, bits and clips of it. I'm assuming HBO will release it separate later. But I'm, like, I "I don't really care. I don't really care about all this, like, fake, like, nerves. (laughs) Right. It's like like when your mom wants to take a candid
2: photo at at dinner but then also forces everyone to, like, then sit still and look at the... It's like, well, this is not this. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's just, like... Come on, just admit you know it all. That's fine. Everyone else knows it. It's just, yeah. this, uh, It was just, it's just too
1: hard. To it watch. was an aggressive energy. That's like all I can say. I was just <laughs> like, as much as I love this show, I almost like wish I hadn't watched that because I just, and I actually, I really dislike Leah Michelle, obviously, but I do like Jonathan Groff. Like I followed his career in terms, not like followed his career, but like he's just in he's things a great that career, I enjoy. Yeah. Um, and he was so Irritating <laughs> Like, oh, just the crying and all That shit, and like, they're weird Stories, I was like, this is the most Theater k- k- kid, like Kids become successful That's ever happened, like, I felt like I was Being assaulted It was, it was <laughs> So aggressive, but Love the show, I it, it, That was a great moment in time
0: <laughs> Yeah, if they do a concert thing I'll watch it, but I d- I'm not gonna finish that thing. Uh, really quickly on my end, I don't think I really watched anything this week. Um, I was pretty busy. I've been super busy with work. Mm-hmm. Um, let me think. Yeah, I don't honestly, like, what did I do this week? Nothing really. I, uh, oh, I did like a pro wrestling thing over the weekend, oh, yeah. which was awesome. I, um, I've started to like moonlight with like this cool pro wrestling company in Seattle. So I did in ring announcing for the first time. That's which so was cool. awesome. Was so like I got to hype it was awesome. It was like the best. Yeah. It was like the most fun ever, yeah. I mean, of all the interviews and like hosting things I've done, I would say this is that's probably like, the most fun I've ever had doing amazing. It. Uh just because like I love pro wrestling so much and like the crowd is super awesome and there are a lot of big like really popular wrestlers there too that night. So it was just all around a, a very good time. Um but yeah, I, I honestly like didn't really watch much else because tara and i we tara and i have both been busy with work so we just have been putting on like random stuff and nba playoffs uh at night so rest in, peace raptors. Rest, in peace raptors rest peace raptors r.i.p i really thought you could have done it too against especially when but Embiid just kept playing through the injury so yeah he waited to sit down after the series which is unfortunate for you guys but it's all right it is what it is it is what in it is. In five years, we'll be uh, champions again. I'm, I'm calling it right now. So I'm not too worried. Bold statement. Yeah. Oh, also, our friends Mackenzie and Kev, they host a podcast called Austin Danger Podcast uh, where they talk about the Austin Powers movies and just people involved in Austin Powers movies and stuff like that. Uh, they had me on last week to talk about Wayne's World. Mm. Super fun. Mackenzie and Kev are awesome. You've heard Kev on our uh, Sex in the City episode, but awesome... Awesome episode. Um, Great show. Go listen to it. You get to hear me talk about one of my favorite movies ever, which is always a win. That's
1: awesome.
0: Um, But shall we get into The Hero? For those who haven't watched, according to Letterboxd, uh, The Hero is about a matinee movie idol who is going by train to collect an acting award. On the train, he is confronted by a journalist who somewhat unwillingly starts to take his interview Irene Dam, won over by Aditi's naivete, starts to de- disclose his past, his fears, and his secrets. Let's get into our time machines and uh, travel back to 1966, uh, which is when this film, originally called Nayak or uh, called Nayak, I'm assuming in in uh, in Bengali. Um, translated to the hero for us Westerners, uh, came out. It's directed by this fella named Satyajit Ray. He's basically like acclaimed as like the most prominent like independent Indian director of all time. Um, he's sort of related to um, like Dasika, uh, who did uh, Bicycle Thieves, which is like an amazing independent movie. Um, I think there's a lot of draws to the film Eight and a Half, which I'm sure we'll talk about to this movie as well. He was just um, very well known for bringing um, like a sense of realism to in, and like high art film and high film art to uh, the Indian film scene or Bengali film scene. Um, his big claim to fame, the thing that I think most people talk about, and Boom talked about this also, is called the uh, Apu Trilogy. And those films came out in 1955, 1956, and 1959. The first one being Pather Panchali, and then Aparajito, and The World of Apu. Um, those are basically like the three most iconic, um, like classic Indian films you can get to. Um, but this film, Nayak, The Hero, was also very popular. And I'm assuming it's because it w- it it feels super Western. Again, I haven't seen the other ones. I don't think Catcher is probably going to talk about this a bit later. Um, but it feels like very Western. It's a very relatable movie where it's just about a, uh, very, like the biggest movie star at the time. Um, his name is Arindam Mukherjee played by Utam Kumar. Um, and he's on a train, like I said, and he just meets a reporter and he sort of just talks about his life. And it's basically about how he's like, he opens up in, um, you know, what I assume is typically a very masculine sort of hide your emotions country, just basing on what I know from other Asian countries. Mm -hmm. Um, And he sort of opens up with this reporter and kind of dives deep into his like insecurities and stuff. You know, the interesting thing is that um, similar to a a lot of movies, sort of like eight and a half, uh, the guy who plays Arendam, who is in the film, the biggest movie star in the world, was also played by who at the time was like one of the biggest movie stars in the world. So I think that also layer of like, reality and meta sort of affected it as well um this film like i said is in the criterion collection uh it's really hard to get any of Sat- satyajit ray's movies on digital like they haven't been really reproduced mm. uh four of them have which is the three trilogies and then this one as well are all in the criterion so um i would like to sort of hunt all these down at some point because I was really yeah. interested in this movie. Yeah. There's a
1: few other ones that are on the channel as well.
0: Oh, they are now. A whole okay, bunch yeah, of them. So. A whole bunch of them. Like most yeah.
2: of his film is on the channel right now, which is great.
0: So. Oh, okay. So maybe just like physical digital, only three of them are on Correct. there. But yeah. Digital. Got yeah. Cool. Very cool. Um but yeah, boom. Did you have a opening question statement for us?
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, we so both of you have kind of mentioned how this is. Like how you were getting like eight and a half vibes from it. and yeah. I re- I remember our like eight and a half episode that was like a little bit of a tougher one for me because I remember I like didn't re- really relate to the yeah lead, but I did quite enjoy this one and and did like the lead quite a bit. and I was wondering like just you know, high level, how'd you how'd you guys feel about our boy? tom
0: um i thought i I thought it was great um i think when you're talking about it compared to like eight and a half like the the main i forget his name the main character in eight and a half he sort of has this like guido guido yeah that's his name he has like a very um he kind of came off like as really like pompous i mean he has that affair and all that sort of stuff but he Mm -hmm. just sort of comes off as someone not willing like to change or sort of he's really fighting sort of what he's going through. Whereas, um, Irene Dom, he really like seems to know what he's going through. And I feel like acknowledges it, like not perfectly, obviously, but the way he like kind of comes to term with it, I think I really, really liked Same. it. was, it was, it was, it was pretty interesting to see, see how that all like played out because I, again, I, I wasn't sure like, and then I'll, I'll talk later, but like even the way the movie ends, I thought was mm-hmm. super cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of unex like when you're watching it and like as with the description you could like i think people would assume like oh it's going to take like these certain beats and in some ways it does but in a lot of ways it actually doesn't and i I was like pretty surprised with with how the end story sort of shook out uh catcher
2: yeah i think the thing that sort of differentiates this from like an eight and a half is like this it's it feels a little bit less experimental like there's definitely some interesting like dreamlike sequences and that sort of Mm. thing but This definitely is like significantly more approachable in terms of the way stuff is laid out um which i think helps you understand where this character is coming from it's not some sort of weird like freudian abstract imagery detailing like what's happening inside his brain it's just a more straight translation of these are his experiences and from that perspective it's like okay cool i can i can get in on this um Mm -hmm. and the thing that it was kind of interesting to me is um, you're watching the movie and obviously it's not in English so you have to watch the subtitles which I'm used to doing on most films English or not so that Mm -hmm. was fine but as I was getting to the end I realized I really wasn't spending enough time watching Mm. the acting happening um Mm -hmm. and just by virtue of what was happening around me at the time, I had to sort of start and stop the movie a few times. And so I forced myself to like rewind it a bit. And when I was in a situation where I was getting to watch a scene for say the second or maybe even third time, I didn't have to worry about the words and I was just watching the acting and Mm -hmm. the camera work. And I was like, wow, I love this movie. This is so much fun. It's so uh, energetic and fun. And um, I think there's such a nice, um, like not uh, fun to it like an and ease it doesn't it doesn't take itself like so seriously uh all the characters mm-hmm. are quite funny especially like you do get a sense of the world on the train which I really appreciated it's mm-hmm. it doesn't it mostly follows him but there are other passengers that he runs into and the, the story will go and fixate on those for a while and all of those characters are really fun uh and enjoyable to like sit down and watch and hang out with so uh Uh, yeah it was just such like a pleasant vibe that i wasn't expecting i was like happy to go back and sort of rewatch some scenes just because it was so fun
0: what was really interesting to me about the b characters is that almost none of them had anything to do with the story Mm -hmm. like like they drove like how this famous actor like engages with people which i think was interesting because like you know one's like a super old guy who thinks all alcohols are drunks like one like he meets like a fan a fan family or, like the daughter's sick but like none of those really like play into the story at all i guess other than to show how he like interacts with people and maybe that was just sort of like you know part of the normalization of like actors like at the time which, but i thought i thought that was super interesting um i do and you're I do right like that- it was really 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 well shot there yeah. were a lot mm-hmm. of really cool moments like there was one i really like like a lot of the movie spends maybe like a quarter of the movie spends time like in his flashbacks where He's sort of remembering stories or telling his story to this reporter who he meets on the train. There's one transition where he's like driving a car and then the car, his car ride transitions into him riding on the train mm-hmm. where like, you know, it just shows a the background then he leans back into it. I thought that was super clever. Um, there's a lot of like really fun, like little cuts and, and and tricks like that that are throughout it, which I thought were, were awesome.
2: Yeah, I think yeah. the thing with the the passengers is just going back and sort of watching it from the beginning and looking at that. I think that they 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 help in that they give a sense of a real reality to the train and the world that they're on. Mm-hmm.
0: But I, yeah, yeah, I yeah. do
2: think they serve a purpose sort of looking at his other films and this in the subject matter and that he gets into in his other films I find it it's a really easy way for him to sort of play with certain ideas about Indian mm. culture and the way mm. that people live um that it doesn't become like overbearing where it's just like we're making commentary on the world at large but like the idea that there's like an advertiser and he and he's trying to like woo this like really rich guy and how how much of a shitty person that rich guy is and he's constantly trying to hit on that guy's wife and and doing all this stuff and and i think it's fun because he's sort of making he's questioning the you know the standards of society and questioning whether or not like how we're living is a is is it right is it not is it appropriate um and i think those are also sort of some of the things that our main character is wrestling with in terms of the decisions he's made and like where he's at in the world and like what he believes in and his like you know his his moral line and that sort of thing so it helps deepen that without like smashing you over the head like we were talking about Hmm. with our our buddy m night
0: yeah what (laughs) what's interesting too is that um a, a, pretty at least to me, it seemed like Satyaji Ray is a was pretty a progressive dude just based on like a lot of the conversations that were happening between the characters about how like you're saying you know like you you know modern women you know they don't do these old fashioned things anymore like you should you should be proud you have a job all that sort of stuff which I thought was cool um, and obviously like one of in one of the flashbacks like Arindam's friend is like a revolutionary and like who gets arrested mm. for protesting the British and all that sort of stuff um but like the movie kind of felt like to me it and i don't know if this is true at all it kind of felt like he he like wrote the film to present india to the world if that makes sense Mm. like all the characters kind of just like you said discussing little bits and pieces of like indian culture felt like you know you're like here are the types of people and here are the things that we are going through as like indians and like he didn't get really like nitty-gritty in the weeds with it but like you know, however many years removed from this original movie, like I got a sense of like what was happening like there. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What else about Arendam? Uh, boom. Um,
1: Yeah, I thought he was a really interesting character. And there were a few funny things about him. Like, A, it seems like he was a very like cool, calm, collected guy. But as soon as he kind of had an opportunity, he let his guard down quite quickly and was like quite happy to share. Um, Yeah. His life story. He was, like,
0: almost asking for it, right? Like, challenging the reporter. He's like, oh, you would never write about me, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, which was interesting, like, which was interesting for that character. And then also as we kind of, like, moved through all the, you know, people he had met and the things that had happened, I thought it was kind of funny that he always did, like, the opposite of what... um, like people were advising or like Mm, the the people mm -hmm. he was looking up to in that moment, he always kind of like moved away. Like he started to move with them and then ultimately decided to like move in an opposite direction. Like, um, which I thought was really interesting. Like, especially the situation with the like workers, the union workers who are like protesting and how he like decided to you know kind of join in and then he gets hit by a brick and he's like oh it's this is too rough but then there were certain situations where he was like seeing successes as well um like when everybody when the one guy was like don't go into film Uh, and he's like oh okay i'm just gonna go into film (laughs) um I don't know. It was like all it was interesting, and like the way he was reflecting, you know, he was like, "Did I make a mistake?" I don't know. Like it, it was interesting. Like everything was kind of open ended.
0: Yeah, and it's funny because like he's having sort of this like moment. He like the the film is set up to make you think like he's having like this sort of existential crisis because he thinks this movie's gonna flop for the first time. Mm-hmm. But you know, by the end, it's revealed like he's having all these things because he actually had that like affair right? With one of his co-stars, which Mm -hmm. I thought was super interesting also because like a lot of the flashbacks and stuff kind of focus, make you believe that like his film career is the only thing that matters. And I suppose if the scandal gets out, like it would affect his career too. But when that reveal happens, when he's like wasted on the train, I thought that was super, super interesting. Yeah. Um, Especially since they they never really tease that at all. Like in all his interaction with everyone, he just seems very like wholesome and, and very like, um, you know, cordial with everyone, all that sort of stuff. But the way they introduced, like, brought that up, I thought was was awesome. You,
2: you get, like, a little brief part of it at the beginning, like, at when he's still at home. Before he oh, leaves really? for the train, he gets a phone call. It's very cryptic, which uh, I had totally forgotten about. And right. and she's, like, talking to him, and he's like, listen, we have to wait till I get back. Like, we can't talk about this now. And she's like, why? Uh, and, it's just, and he just, like, rushes past it, and she's just like, listen, this is, we, we, we don't have time for this. Um, and so they, like, didn't catch they that. see that a little bit, which is cool. Like, uh, the, yeah. the film is just, there isn't like anything like super flashy. Like there is some like interesting visual storytelling but the movie itself is just like so well-crafted in the way it just like lays everything out and everything is so approachable and easy to understand. And like, you can just go on the journey without like working or struggling too hard, which I think is like, I think I've maybe underappreciated. In the past, you know, it's like, give me something yeah. complex and weird. And I think the more yeah. uh, we watch movies, the more I'm like, gosh, it's just nice to have like a, a super coherent, well-made story that just like is, is yeah. firing on all cylinders. I think we sort of t- touched on that a bit last week, uh, obviously. Um, <laughs> but yeah.
0: Um, let's talk about Aditi, who is the uh, who is the uh, female reporter who Arinda meets on the train. She's, like, the way they're introduced to her is, like, he is eating on, like, the food cart, and, like, all these people are, like, very excited that he's there, and people are, you know, and this reporter goes up and, like, asks him for an autograph, and then he, like, kind of reads her right away. He's, like, you don't, like, really care who I am, and she's, like, no, no, it's for my cousin. Like, I don't really like your movies and that sort of stuff, and, <laughs> like we said, that kind of, like, in- introduces, like, them as, like, doing this, this interview piece where she thinks she can, like, use his story to, like, make her column become you know, whatever, like, get become popular. Um, but it's, like, through these stories that, like, like Boom said, she realized that he is actually, like, super vulnerable and is actually just, like, looking to sort of try and figure out how, like, this all works. Um, I really liked her character. I thought she was cool. Um, again, not knowing, like, anything about what, like, the social uh, politics were of the time, but I'm assuming female reporters were not that common at the time especially someone that uh, owns
2: and like publishes her own magazine yes self-published
0: yeah. and all that sort of stuff so i really thought that was cool and i'm that was like interesting because like here if you saw that in the 60s it would it'd would probably be you know weird um so i thought that was really interesting and the way like she approached um the, the conversations and how it like whoa that's where like the dream sequences and like his memories kind of get woven in i thought was a really interesting way to, to tell the story yeah
1: and she was, like, a fiery character, too. Like, she was very yeah. strong, very smart. They, like, were good at kind of, you know, going back and forth with each other and, like, challenging each other as well, which I thought was yeah. interesting. So it was great. I I really liked them. And then just to kind of, like, draw it back to what Katcher was saying before about, like, the acting as well as, like, some of the shots and, like, the sequences. But, like, mm-hmm. I thought they both were amazing actors especially her especially her and when you go back and watch films from like the 60s the 50s 60s you're not really expecting to see like the best like the the style of acting was like very different they were they were kind of feeling it out and learning it learning it as they they went but I was kind of shocked to see like how poised and like well-seasoned everybody was totally <laughs> and this movie could have come out today you exactly. know and,
0: like it felt like it could come out today it didn't feel old yeah exactly
2: yeah, yeah very naturalistic not like that sort of stagey thing that you might expect so mm-hmm.
0: yeah. right catcher do you have something about aditi specifically yeah i
2: just I, just more on like what you were saying in terms of i like she's not uh, enamored by him Uh, in Mm -hmm. fact sort of the opposite in certain ways and she lets him know that sort of right off the bat and i think this idea of that's what intrigues him you know is she's smart witty she comes back quick and she's not interested in getting anything from him like even the idea Mm -hmm. of she even questions the idea of like i don't cover movies in my magazine that's not what it's about like i i you know what would even be the point, and it's more she's pushed by her friends be like, "Oh, interview him, talk to him, do this well take it take advantage of the opportunity and like you said, this you get this sense that she's not really pushing for anything from him, and I think that mm-hmm. allows him in a at a point where he's incredibly vulnerable to open up and she handles it with such like poise like her like she's just the perfect like person for him to be at that time, yeah and Yeah. Yeah. I think she's just so approachable. Like, and just her demeanor is like very approachable. Like, you just, you can, you understand why he just wants to like tell her everything. Um, Yeah. And that's fun. I like that.
0: I I guess the way you say that, now that I think about it, like the the other people who he interacts with, I guess it could be like he's feeling out, like he wants to talk to someone, but everyone he speaks with, like, it's not going to work, right? That one family, that girl is like obsessed with him or not like is a big fan of his. So obviously he can't open up that one older dude. Uh, hates actors mm. like the weird waiter. Like that's that's <laughs> interesting. I actually I actually didn't think about that. I that that makes sense. Um, what I really liked so in the climax of the film, um, uh, Arwin Dam gets drunk and he uh, feels like he has to, like get the thing off his chest that he like had an affair with one of his actors and he tells uh, Aditi and then Aditi like helps him go to bed and then the next morning you know, he comes out to the car and he's sort of ready like to be like, I guess you're going to like fuck up my career. Like you're going to reveal this whole thing. And then she like, instead of doing that, she like rips up the paper and she's like, Nope, I'm going to keep her secret safe with me. Um, I thought that was cool. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I enjoyed that. That was like one thing that I thought like I didn't see coming. And then the other thing Same. is that like, they kind of tease that like, I don't know, like maybe there's like, there could be some sort of relationship or chemistry I mean, I think it seems, feels mostly platonic, but at the end, like he appears to be the one to be like, Hey, like we should stay connected or just keep talking. Like, you know, if my next movie fails, I'm going to be back here with you. And she just kind of like, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. You know? And then she like gets off the plane, like meets uh, off the train, meets her dad. And like, when they're off the train, he's looking for her. She like has already moved on to, like to the next part of her life. So like those two things back to back. I thought were super interesting and didn't feel like expected in any way. With that, if that makes sense.
2: Yeah, definitely. And I think um, one of the things I was saw when I was just researching and stuff was Ray knew that like a love story was off the table in terms of this is such a short period mm. of time. Like that, there's no chance of that happening. But the idea of sort of using a romantic situation to sort of like Dive into his psyche a little bit. He was like, "Oh, this could be a way to do that." And I, I love that idea of this is a dude who is not used to being vulnerable. Like he's very sheltered. This idea that he's always wearing sunglasses is this Mm -hmm. idea of he's always protecting who he is and always hiding Mm -hmm. who he is from the world. And the idea that she wears not sun like she wears glasses, clear glasses, you can see her eyes. Like she is someone who is straightforward like honest to a fault she even says sometimes this idea yeah. that like oh this this super strong man now has to feel vulnerable all of a sudden like falls for this woman is just like oh i think i'm in love with you it's like he's not even truly committed to her it's like you said it's like if this right. doesn't work out i'll be back here it's like but if the movie does work out he'll never he yeah. won't even think about her again you know this idea that it's just <laughs> yeah. like he's not this suave man that he portrays himself to be and i think that is a lot of like what the movie's diving into. It's this idea of like who you portray yourself to be versus who you really are. Mm. Um, and yeah. I, I really love the way that both actors like really utilize that and like really like embody that in their performances. It's super great. Yep. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, boom. Anything about the ending sequence?
1: Um, I think you guys like summarized it pretty well. I, and how I felt about it. I like the ending as well. Like when they kind of go their separate ways. I honestly thought that they were more like romantically involved than. But then when, when it ends, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Like Mm -hmm. I was fine with it.
2: I, I love that line when she like dunks. So she takes all of her notes and dunks them in the water. And she's, yeah. and he's like, she's like, oh, I'm, it's your secret safe with me. And he's like, well, you've definitely memorized all of that anyways. Yeah. And she's like, she basically admits to like, yeah, I did. But like, she still won't do anything yeah. about it. And I'm like, God, yeah. I love this character so much. Like, she's so smart, you know, and yeah. he knows it. And uh, I love that yeah. the way that he feels vulnerable because of that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It, it's cool. And then again, like you know, I think interesting storytelling and, and controlled screenplay writing also is like, when it ends, the, he doesn't, you know, Satyajit Ray didn't feel the need to like go check in like all the other passengers. You kind of like little glimpses here and there, but he knows like those people are there just to sort of move the story along. Like it's really about like what happens like with these two people, Ooh. um, which which I which I thought was, you know, I think again, just like uh, made it fun to watch and made it like not feel like, why am I watching this? Like, you know, movie from from the sixties or whatever. It, it just felt felt good all around. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, like they they. I feel like this. They those storylines do get closure, but it, again, it's not like these big scenes. They're just small, simple scenes that like. Right. They just add depth to these the right. world around him. Yeah, it's-
0: Right. Well, let's get to our categories then. So, for people who are listening to the first time, we do. Two categories uh the first one is criterion moment and that is the uh moment or scene or sequence in which we think that the criterion collection was like this has got to go in um <laughs> and then for the second one since this is kicking off our next three episodes uh, each of us will choose a satellite pick where we will pick a movie where you know when we were watching this we were sort of like inspired that like oh maybe this movie would be a good movie to discuss in conversation with. The hero, um, which I think will be very interesting because this is our first um, Indian film. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm curious where we go here. Um, but let's do Criterion moments first. Who wants to go first? Yeah, I'll
2: go. I can go. Okay. Um, so during that, like, uh, sort of he gets super drunk uh, sort of mm-hmm. near the end of the movie. And um, there's sort of like a, a bunch of sequences. But there's one simple shot in particular that I absolutely love where so he's drunk, he's walking around the train and he sees like a little girl Mm -hmm. and the shot cuts to him and it's just slightly out of focus. And Mm -hmm. he sort of stepped back because he's not sure if what he, I, I think the idea is like, he's not sure if what he's seen is real or not. And as he slowly steps back and sort of lands comfortably, you know, drunkenly stumbles back and like finds his posture um it's right in focus like it Mm. it it just the lands right into focus and the the, his face like right on the mark and it's like his face and all that was like it's subtle it's simple but like perfectly describes sort of what it's like to be drunk um and like (laughs) trying to find your your vision like either literally or otherwise and i just it's little techniques like that i think uh, Ian, you mentioned one earlier. Similarly, where it's it's not showy, it but it it does such a great job of like informing the audience of what's happening, or or getting yeah. you in the mood or under like the headspace. I love that.
0: That's yeah. That that's a good call. Also, like back in the day with on film, that's that's fucking. Just hitting that do. mark, I was just yeah.
2: like, wow, effortlessly like <laughs> on his part as an actor, incredible. Like, uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> uh boom i think my criterion moment is probably the part when they're talking and they're like pulling through a station and Mm -hmm. all of the people on the the other side recognize him through the window and they're just like piling around and just like kind of watching him and then she adidi all all of a sudden gets like really shy and nervous and he's kind of like talking to her like it's fine. Just let it happen kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. And like, I thought that was a really interesting kind of character. Well, power shift and also just like character um, dynamic between the mm-hmm. two of them. I thought it was a really good, powerful moment.
0: Yeah, yeah, that that was fun because, um, you know, there was like a newspaper article about his trip to... Pick up his award. So I guess that's how people knew to stop at the station oh, to yeah. see him. Mm, um, yeah. but yeah, the way like people are sort of clapping against the window and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, that that, that was a great yeah, scene. It was nice.
1: Or when he just throws his teacup on the ground. Do you remember that? Yeah. <laughs> did you guys clock that? I was like, is this just what people did in the 60s? I'm like, no wonder the world's fucking doomed. Do you remember that <laughs> episode so much- of Mad Men when they were like at the picnic and then they just like pull the
0: oh yeah 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 yeah. the
1: thing and then just leave all like this litter. (laughs) oh
0: yes that's right
1: yeah yeah, the fucking 60s yeah
0: the most insane scene in Mad Men ever is the 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 kennedy uh presidential scene where they for some reason turn on a lawnmower in the office and then they someone's leg gets cut off oh my god don't that was that was was like season four yeah that show was wild uh a Don Draper vibes from this guy. Don Draper is obviously much more of an asshole, mm. but lots of Don, I like Draper, Don vibes.
1: Draper vibes, and also like not to kind of like keep comparing this guy to like mediocre white men, but <laughs> um, like Mr. Big, kind of. Yeah, like, sure, sure. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Let's see. My criterion moment. I'll go with a more subtle one, also. Uh, but before I do that, I do want to shout out. Like the dream sequences are very cool. Yeah. Mm. Um, um, yeah, the first one
1: especially with the money. The money yeah,
0: yeah. The, like, he's drowning in money. That, that was fucking with the awesome. like, so skeleton
1: an, hands. Oh man. Yeah,
0: that's an honorable mention for my criterion moment. But uh, your two subtle picks inspired me. Uh, at the end, the like one of the final conversations between the two on the dining car, rather than cut back and forth between, um, the two characters, uh. Satyajit Ray decides to just pan the camera left and right for the whole conversation I really really like that like nowadays movies cut so fucking Fucking often like it's like it's hard to watch sometimes yeah but this like he just let them have the conversation and just let the camera sway back and forth and like the way they were talking and sort of like with the train moving alongside them it all just felt so like natural and real totally Um, I really really love that scene I I thought that was great
1: also, the shots of the trains like passing each other. G- g- yeah. That one was like so good. Honestly, yeah. like, I don't like now that we're talking about these things, I'm like, oh, yeah. Because to be honest, like the movie started off strong for me and mm-hmm. then became a little bit of a slog, mm-hmm. like, and then in the middle, picked all the way up. Mm-hmm. And then, kind of taper it off again, and then ended with a bang. Like it was, mm. it was, it was peaks and valleys for sure. Mm,
0: mm. <laughs> um, awesome, great picks, everyone. Ooh. Uh, so now, let's select our satellite picks. I will be going first, so next week's pick will be mine. Um, I was between a couple of things. Uh, I I wanted to pick another Satyajit Ray um, just because I think he's a really good director and I'm like very curious to dig through like his other work now. But Mm -hmm. I thought I I figured I'll get there or we might get to some of his other movies at some point anyway. So uh, I left that off the table. And then I also um, wanted to go with the movie All That Jazz. I think there are very Mm -hmm. similar tones here like, person at their prime and like they're sort of taking themselves down um that sort of theme there also very like meta like all that jazz was starred and it was directed the like guy directed basically made it like kind of a biopic um and then i also wanted to go like you know bollywood films are famous for their like three hour action musicals mm-hmm. so i was going to try and hunt down that direction but kind of split the difference between all of them so uh, the movie I am picking, uh, this is available to rent on iTunes, so everyone should be able to get this as well. Um, it's from 2013. It is an uh, Indian film called directed by Ritesh Batra, and um, the film is called The Lunchbox. Um, the, the description is, uh, a mistaken delivery in Mumbai's famous famously efficient lunchbox delivery system connects Ooh. a young housewife to a stranger in, a, in the dusk of his life. They build a fantasy world together through notes in the lunchbox. Gradually, this fantasy threatens to overwhelm the reality. So, Ooh. I picked this for a couple of reasons. Um, it was on a lot of lists of like best um, Bollywood movies ever. Um, but uh, more impor- more importantly, um, it stars Irfan Khan, who I love is him. like, yeah, he is like he is like the most fa- famous Indian actor ever. Like he Make is any rest like
1: in peace.
0: Yeah, he, he recently passed away, but he is in um, The Life of Pi, Slumdog Millionaire, Darjeeling Limited for like Western stuff. But he is like the he was like the biggest actor in mm-hmm. India ever. Um, the Amazing Spider-Man. The first one. He is one. in The Amazing <laughs> Okay, He is apparently in that as well. Um, <laughs> yeah. And this is like apparently his like seminal. Indian film. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. So I, I want to pick this. It looks, looks really good. The trailer looks awesome. Um, yeah, so my pick for next week will be 2013's The Lunchbox. Yeah, oh, nice man. choice. This looks
1: great. Arafan is like, he's like, um. I feel like a care Like, I know he's like a character actor for the most part in, like, American film. And it's yeah. like cool that he crossed over. And I remember when he passed and it was kind of like an Uncle Phil effect. Like, mm. if that makes sense. Like, I was yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. he's been like a warm blanket he's like always just been around you know he's the world's
0: uncle something that also sold me is when i was watching the trailer for this like one of the top comments um from based on their name someone i assume is indian said like the way Irfan khan smells his food in this movie makes you smell the food he's smelling Ooh. which was oh. like that's like the most compelling yeah. sort of like testament to his acting in this movie. Oh my so God, I'm already going to
1: cry. That
0: made me like very, very intrigued. So Is this look emotional to
1: this one. or what? Okay. <laughs> uh,
0: now it's Ketterer's turn. Okay.
2: So sort of like on this journey with Ian in terms of like where, which angle do you take this? Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. My sort of initial idea was like motorcycle diaries because mm-hmm. I haven't seen it. And I like the idea of like unraveling Your truth Mm -hmm. on a journey. On a trip. You know? Sure. Um. And then I was like, yeah, but this is sort of like a romantic comedy in a way. And I was like, oh, this is Mm -hmm. kind of fun. And then I thought of Notting Hill, which I was like, Mm -hmm. oh, that could be fun, because it's sort of like a similar like actor meets regular person. Celebrity
0: with the yeah. But
2: I've never seen it. So (laughs) I don't know to the depths of which of like that's interesting or not. As I was watching it again, I was like, I do kind of want to watch more of his movies. So now what do I do? Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. then I came across this movie. That's actually in the criterion. Okay. Um, it is more serious. A okay, film. It's fine. Um. Yeah. It's called The Clouds of Maria or Sils Maria. So this is mm-hmm. relatively new. It stars okay. Juliet Binoche, Kristen Stewart, and huh. Chloe.
0: Chloe That's the Grace. Grace Moritz, Grace. Or Chloe Moritz. So yeah. the
2: premise. Of this movie is what's it called the the, the clouds of what the clouds of Sill like S I L S Maria Sills Maria okay so basically the yeah. premise of the movie is this uh, Juliette Binoche as a young actress uh, made it huge in this play playing sort of mm-hmm. this young character in the in the play. And now years have gone on. She's much older now. And the act I think the direct, the same director wants to sort of re approach the material, but he now wants her to play the older role.
1: Hmm. And
2: so it's this whole idea of like, she's an older actress who's, you know, mm-hmm. getting up in age and how the industry treats her. And so, uh, Chloe Grace, when plays sort of the young actress, who is now going to sort of take on this younger role, uh, that she had made famous. And, uh, Kristen Stewart plays Julia Binoche's like assistant.
0: Mm.
2: Nice. All of these characters, like just the actresses alone, is great. I like the idea yep. of sort of like a twist on as the actor gets older, as an actress gets older, like what that means, mm-hmm. what's that, what that's mm-hmm. talking about. Uh, and then I just kind of wanted to see another movie by, uh, by Ray because I just I was just so in love with what we saw, and so now I don't know mm-hmm. what to do because. I'm basically So between... wait, you're
1: not picking that movie? <laughs>
2: Those are the three movies, and I don't know what to do.
1: Oh, okay. I, I thought after you took us through like the that's entire so synopsis, kind of the one I really, <laughs> really was... want to
2: do, but I can know like
1: just do it.
2: Do it. Okay. You can Go pick, that pick a
1: like you can pick a Ray movie or like this like anytime. At, yeah, anytime.
2: Great. Go with your heart. But, wouldn't Nodding Hill be fun, like, you know, and lighthearted and fun.
1: I don't. Need to watch that. Okay, Does great. It do any of us?
2: I don't know. I have like, no idea. I've never seen it. I don't this.
1: know. You sold me on this okay, one. Yeah, I want to okay. watch this. So, one. We're watching
2: yeah. that. The Clouds. Okay. The clouds sorry, of, sorry learn, I'm screaming. I'll learn but... how to pronounce this. The Clouds of clouds Sils of Maria. Yeah. Yeah. We'll yeah. see.
1: Thank you.
0: Directed by Thanks. Olivier Asias. Yeah. Who it's also a great directed a choice. Yeah. And the cover
1: looks awesome. Yeah, doesn't it? And the trailer, you should
2: watch the trailer, but maybe only like the first minute or so. And I think. And
1: can you just reenact the trailer
2: i mean i just did pretty much yeah it has like um <laughs> i pretty much just did it It was great
0: and it has that sort of meta text to it too like a movie about a movie yeah yeah exactly, actors, exactly that sort of stuff which which definitely matches the tone of the hero nice good pick um and finally we end with boom thank what you so much her wrap-up be
1: so i picked one movie like i didn't have a journey with this i was just like this is i was just like this is the one i'm doing um for a few reasons i think but we'll see because it's an exploration uh but i'm going to be picking 1993 Mm. six degrees of separation Mm. starring stalker channing donald sutherland and will smith and which i what i believe is his first Film
0: feature film role.
1: Um, I don't have you either of you seen this film?
0: I have not, I have not seen
1: it. All right. I'm excited for both of you to watch it. It's honestly one a favorite of mine, uh, but mixed reviews across the board. Mm -hmm. And I think it will be a good pairing for this um in terms of like the human level classism and how other people and how humans interact with other humans mm, that come from mm. like different walks of life. So I'm excited for you both to watch it. Nice, um, yeah.
0: Very cool. Yes, Doctor Chin, Don Son. Oh, Joey Pants is in it. That's always oh, good. Yeah,
1: Joey and cool. Anthony Rapp is like oh. has a very minor role in it. Ian, <laughs> <laughs> you know, pre, I know you. knew is, you'd like is, that.
0: This is pre rent. Anthony Rap cool. also cool. pre
1: rent. hundred percent. Yeah.
0: Um. Nice. Very good picks. well, those are our picks for the next couple of weeks. Uh, but as the synanauts love to do, uh, I'm actually gonna be out of town next week, so we won't be able to tape next week, so we'll have a week off, but that'll give everyone an extra week to watch uh, the lunch the box. Lunchbox. Uh, and my and also classic synuts tone. Uh, last week was our fiftieth episode Like regular episode and you okay. have more regular but
2: episode of regular episodes, fifty. so yeah, thanks, everyone for like listening. Yeah. Hanging out.
0: Yeah, our fiftieth episode in the proper canon, yeah. which is uh,
1: <laughs> what's is not well. in the proper canon.
2: Like stuff like Sinanots in the city is not, and yeah, I think those oh, are not proper. Wow. like the yeah, stuff okay. that we did while Ian was gone. Yeah, a tape deck episode um, like announcements.
0: Um, Sinanots in the city is canon. It's just a different. Yeah, different I'm like leg, it's,
1: all it's all canon. It's all canon. Um, <laughs>
0: Uh, and also, I think as summer rolls through, we, we're gonna have a little more sporadic of a schedule. We're not these hard ass uh, uh, week over week pods, you know. We do it when we're able to to keep it I fun for us. You gotta
1: do. You guys um, are gonna have some boy time in July.
0: That's right. I'm, I'm excited yeah.
1: for you. Can Catch I pick all old. your movies? Can that be my contribution? Well, oh, I mean, that
2: actually might be. That would be fun.
0: Could be,
1: could be interesting.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so next week or next week we're off in two weeks. So we're gonna do Lunchbox, the Lunchbox. I'm um, starring um, Irfan Khan, and uh, yeah, I'm very excited to talk about this. Boom! Thanks for picking this movie. Yeah. It, it was awesome. Yeah, I'm
1: glad, I'm glad you guys liked it. Far. I'm excited about it.
0: Yeah. Um, Boom catcher, Hudger as always, and I will talk to you both.
2: May See, the fourth be with you. Thanks everyone for listening.
0: Bye. Oh yeah, May the fourth be with you. Adios. Bye.